and welcome to the Press Start Podcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I'm your host, Ewan, joined today by my fellow gamers and co-hosts, Kieran. Hello. Shannon. Hello. And Hello. James. Uh, James, I love the latest addition to the podcast. Who have you got over your shoulder there? Uh, it's is his na- What's his name? Is it Lammy? <laughs> I'm going to make it up. It's Lammy now. <laughs> I, I was gonna say yeah. Lammy as well, so maybe there's some yeah. truth to that. He rocked yeah. up last week from Cold to the Lamb, yeah, of course. Um, you, did, did you order that from yeah, the Devolver store? Is that what they, they were, were like selling limited or something? And I was like, oh, limited. I have to buy it. And then um, I did, <laughs> and shipping was like fifty dollars, but it's a small price to pay to oh have my God. a lamb watch you sleep every night. So. I love that it sits amongst all of your kind of Resident Evil statues. Yep. It's it's a good addition. All the classic and your, oh, and you got gaming greats up there, there yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you want to see what the hell we're talking about, you'll need to tune <laughs> oh, into the new wow. video version of the podcast, which uh, continues so up to over me to provide these visual, these <laughs> visual <laughs> like yeah, enticing bits. <laughs> oh, yeah, always, well, James. Always. Only on the show this week, we're going to be talking about the PlayStation State of Play that happened a few days ago, including Suicide Squad and the Pokemon Day Direct. Um, but if you're looking for our thoughts on the Final F- Final Fantasy 15, sorry, 16 preview, um, you'll need to look for the article on the website and a preview video that we're going to be releasing over on YouTube as well. Heaps of video content for you to go and consume. Um, and we may have another preview coming out later in the week that I can't say all too much about as of now uh but right before we started recording though we got some very exciting news and that was that the long speculated expansion to elden ring has been confirmed to be in development it's called shadow of the Erd Tree. and kieran first to you where mm. are your excitement levels at for this expansion super high uh you of course planned uh, elden ring right when it yeah i don't think i'm i don't think i'm gonna go back to that game to be honest really yeah, I think I had enough when I did that. Um, I'm, <laughs> so you're excited I don't know, maybe, for the expansion, but you're not going to go play it. I'm, <laughs> I think I think when I see it, I, I think that'll be the that'll be the clincher. Like hearing about it, I'm like, oh yeah, cool. We kind of expected that. Um, I think yeah. I'll need to see it to actually be excited. What do you think it would take, or do you not know? Like you just have to be sold. Just something, to. just something different, you know, something different to. I mean, I guess there's already a lot of variety in that game, but just something different. Yeah. Well, James, do you have any theories about what the expansion might be and when it might materialize? Perhaps Kieran's got some time to recover from the trauma, apparently. <laughs> what was the first playthrough? Um, I don't really know. I don't play um, the... I've never played like a FromSoft piece of DLC before, so I don't really know what to expect. I'm assuming it's just more, right? Like a new area to explore, new bosses and stuff. Um, I... Was there anything hinted at, like in the? the I'm not core like game. one of those I like. Obviously, did not get through. I'm not like a sweaty law person, so like I don't know. I don't like take it in and go and watch videos and put it all together. Like I just enjoyed the game, and I know the basic story, so like I'm not sure where it could go. I'm sure somebody does. Um, there's like a, probably a 40 minute video on YouTube already about what it's about, based on a note you find in a pot in a dungeon somewhere or something. <laughs> but like um yeah i think more elden ring is hardly a bad thing i feel like the 20 million people who bought it also agree mm. um so yeah bring it i yeah. feel like it's really late too um well not late but i thought it would come sooner um i know they've done the pvp stuff which was like already kind of broken but um 
Yeah, it's yeah. it's cool to see um, them supporting it more. Uh, I thought they would after they announced twenty million. I'm sure they were before that. Uh, but yeah, how exciting! Hopefully, it's this year. Yeah, um, Shannon, that was very much going to be my question for you. Like, given how well Elden Ring has sold, are you surprised it's taken this long for them to confirm that there is DLC on the way, and for them to announce it in the fashion as well? Just a random tweet like i feel like every game awards we've been expecting there to be some sort of trailer but here we yeah are. i had to just double check like nothing i know they've released like pvp or some other little multi uh updates but i had to double check that this hadn't been announced like there was no expansion because it just feels wild that um this hadn't been announced previously and then just to drop it in a tweet um i don't know maybe like maybe they wanted to see how it, it um how it panned out with 20 million people before they started working on an expansion and then announcing, the sweet I don't know, spot. maybe they didn't plan to do one. It is, <laughs> yeah. Do um, uh, but it is weird. I, I do wonder why it was announced in the way it was because Elden Ring have, has provided like some of the most hype moments of the last like two or three years at events. So to drop it in a tweet, like was it going to be leaked or something? I guess we'll, we'll maybe find out. But yeah, people are super excited about it already. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah, perhaps they were getting nervous about it um, being leaked in some capacity. Yeah, hopefully it's not too far away. I mean, I guess it's kind of hard to gauge at this point. It could be a year or two, who knows? Um, maybe even longer. But it seems to me that there's like a ton of space within this world and this lore that they've created to do more with it. I honestly would be surprised if an Elden Ring 2 is on the cards in the future on that basis as well. Um but yeah, excited for people that enjoyed the game. I'm amazed there's not enough <laughs> in the original game to satiate that appetite. There certainly would be no, for me. I'm but ready. hey, I'm not a Souls guy. <laughs> they have it. Um, I, th- I just had a quick look and Dark Souls was re- released in April and its first DLC was a January announcement. So like kind of the same. It's not okay. that crazy. So then. it's pretty yeah. par for the course then. Um, yeah. yeah. But yeah. How long did it then take for that DLC oh, wow. to come out? Really testing me. Do you know? Two, no, Sorry, I can you let me just look at right spot. now. I've got it up. <laughs> um, two months after that, but I don't. I get the vibe that's not happening. No, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah, surely not. You wouldn't say in development mm. at, in in that case. I mean, they wouldn't be yeah. like it's finished. Interesting. To be fair, would they? Like, <laughs> no, but you might. You might. But you can't have like it. coming this year or, yeah, or something. Right. Like, not necessarily a hard and fast release date, but, like, a kind of time frame. Mm, very yeah. interesting. The fact that there's none of that tells me it's a little while Wheels away. time keep anyhow, turning? That... I don't know <laughs> what that has to do with anything. <laughs> well, in the spirit of keep keeping on turning, let's keep this show rolling <laughs> uh, and move on to the... <laughs> And move on to the next topic uh, that we had to discuss today. That is PlayStation State of Play, uh, which happened not long after we recorded the last episode, I think, but plenty to discuss. Uh, James, you wrote that Capcom carried it. So I think it's safe to assume you enjoyed the State of Play. Is that right? He would have written that before I even knew what was in it. Just as like a placeholder. (laughs) (laughs) I write it in every... Every round up starts with that. Like in the intro. I just write Capcom character. I will say, like after any event, look for the roundup. Because it's more often than not written by James. And it's just absolute insanity in there. Depends on how I'm feeling. But um, anyway. um, What was your question? Did I like it? Uh, No, I didn't. I thought like the, the... 
It's hard to it's hard to explain, but I yeah, it, none of it was like super surprise. Yeah, was I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but it's just like I really liked what they sh- what Capcom showed. It was it was like half stuff I'd already seen, half stuff that I hadn't seen, but it was leaked. Like it was kind of like it was okay, but like the trailers were pretty good that they put out. I feel um, my biggest. Which which stuff is it you're exactly referring to of the Capcom well, stuff? I don't. We're talking about it later, I think. But um, like Resident Evil Four, I'd seen some of that already, um, and with with the Street Fighter stuff that had all leaked previously. So like it wasn't like really surprising for me. But like a lot of like my friends have said that they thought that trailer was really cool. So obviously they did something right. Mm. If you had not seen it before, because I haven't seen it edited together, not like that. I've just seen it like long. Um, but. Overall, like, I thought it was okay. I really, really wanted them to, um, put in some good reasons to buy a VR. Like, I know I've already bought one, so it doesn't really matter, but, um, do you know, like, I feel like the the VR showing was, like, not as strong as I thought it could be, but then at the same time, if you were to ask me, like, what do you want? Like, I don't really know. Um, so, yeah, I think it was, it was, like, okay. Like, I'd give it, like, a, like, a B on if we were giving it alphabetical it's rankings. It's not a terrible score. It's not score. bad. I'd be yeah, pretty like, happy I wasn't, with the, with the I wasn't like, sitting there <laughs> during a 15-minute... Well, actually, I just remember the end. But, but, but we'll talk about that later. But <laughs> um, <laughs> until the very end, I wasn't sitting there being like, can this just end already? Like, you know how, like, sometimes we sit through these events, especially, like, the opening like, lives, and they have that 20-minute, like, KRPG kind of section of this game that none of us are ever going to play. And... You just get bored and wish you were asleep. But like, I didn't feel that way. <laughs> so, can somebody else talk? Because I'm just vomiting. <laughs> yeah, It was like, like, I honestly, generally, when we talk about these things, I have to like pull up the roundup and actually look. But uh, more so like to actually um, highlight one or two things. But for this, it was literally just to remember what was in it because I couldn't have pinpointed a single thing mm. from the whole state of play, like five days on that was, that was shown, honestly. Yeah. There was, was just a, nothing. I, I couldn't watch it live. Out. I was on a, on a flight, unfortunately, but I caught up with the news afterwards. I'm like, if all the state of play is to miss, this feels like a pretty, a pretty good one. To I remember skip. actually like doing um, the header and some, normally I'm like, what do I put in the header? Like what were the four coolest things? And there's, you have to like kind of wrestle to work out the four coolest thing. Yeah. I really fucking struggled yeah, to find yeah. four cool things to put in the header <laughs> for this one. So, yeah. yeah. Well, you mentioned VR, Kieran. I wanted to ask you because they showed some more VR games, which I was mm. pleased to see them do that so soon after its launch and kind of yeah. reassure uh, people that had bought it day one that more games were on the way. Were there any of the VR games that stood out to you? Uh, I mean, Before Your Eyes definitely stood out to me. I'm, I'm pretty keen to, to get around that. It seems... Uh, I guess really unique and, and artistic and, and making cool use of the eye tracking and stuff. But everything else was felt really samey. And I, like James said, I think they were missing like, hey, here's like the big, you know, hitter VR titles coming that mm. should be a reason you go out and buy the headset we literally just released a week ago. Like if there was going to be a time for them to actually push that stuff, it would have been this state of play. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like that was kind of what was missing from the state of play is anything kind of heavy hitting like anything from kind of playstation's first party can i just quickly or, ask though I mean, obviously, like is it do these things like sure. I, I bad memory but like do these things normally have first party f- oh they do don't they sometimes 
They yeah. do, yeah, and quite often do like a deeper dive. But I think there's nothing like immediately on the horizon, like f- in terms of play- PlayStation first party releases. Mm. Like we kind of do we what what is the next one? Well, I think the big one is like Spider Man Two, right? Probably. Yeah, and that's going to be like September, October. Yeah. And then I was that, the reason I asked that question yeah. was I hear a lot of people talking about. I think I even said to Shannon, like people talking about a PlayStation showcase. Like I didn't realize that was like another thing that happens sometimes. Um, so like yeah. if that's coming up and Sony's held all their first party shit for that. Like I get that maybe. Um, yeah, yeah, they are quite deliberate with that language, right? Like a showcase yeah. versus a, a state yeah. of play. I yeah. Don't know. yeah. I feel like there's nothing wrong with doing like these kind of smaller, more third party focused ones, but they needed, I, I, there wasn't like a real big like show card that they were like, hey, we dropped this. Like it was yeah. just all kind of like, here's the stuff we kind of have lying around. I think they thought they had yeah. something. Like, well, yeah. yeah. And that was obviously Suicide Squad, which I, I want to kind of mm. touch on as well. That I suppose that was the obvious kind of big thing and the thing that they seem to afford the most time in the state of play. Um, this is the kind of deepest look of Suicide Squad we've sort of had. We've had so many questions revolving around it for so long. But, but Kieran, having seen more of the gameplay, what did you make of the game? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I... Any, any, I, I remember Kieran us discussing this... I remember us discussing this in one of the earlier podcasts and talking about the live service aspects and stuff. And mm. pretty much everything I didn't want to be in that, that look at the game was in there. So it was kind of it was kind of disappointing, and also like the like I was like you, you and I was in the air when this actually went down. So I watched it back later, and um, yeah. I didn't watch the full Suicide Squad like fifteen minutes or whatever it was because it was edited so so annoyingly. It wasn't like here's what it looks like and it feels like to play the game. It was here's like twenty different vertical slices of the same mission, yeah. like all like stitched together. I, just, I yeah. Um, but yeah, all of the live service stuff they showed, all of the menus and gear and battle passes and all that stuff turned me right off. Yeah. Like the, the sequence that it is, I'm still sort of remembering is kind of, you know, that cityscape where it's cutting between the different characters. And all I can remember thinking is like, I'm not seeing like radical differences between these characters. Mm. Um, and it just kind of felt like more of the worst aspects of like the division or destiny or something like that, where it's like the, the gunplay and the gameplay and stuff looked fine. But if, if is this all I'm going to be doing for 20 hours to kind of grind through the story and get my gear score to like wherever it needs to be to do a handful of kind of end game missions. Um, Yeah. I wasn't thrilled by what I saw truthfully. Shannon, what about you? How did anything about Suicide Squad grab you? Um, it was interesting. Like the, I, I'm interested by the characters and like the different take on the story in terms of like playing as the villains and, yeah. um, yes, huge heaps of familiar faces being in the game is, I guess, their enemies. I feel like, yeah, I get what you're saying. I feel like this bit of gameplay was meant to show off like four-player co-op and how it looks from all different angles and how that works together. And, like, with that context, you can understand why it was flipping back and forth between characters um, to show that, like, you can play this with four people all attacking the same thing. But you're right. Like, it just looked like four characters who are skinned differently that look and play the same. Um, Yeah, I I guess I'm just 
shocked still. Like if this was any other studio, I'd be like, yeah, this is probably what I expect from this type of game. But mm. from what Rocksteady have done in the past and the fact that they've been working on this for what, like six or seven years, like I'm just shocked that it's hard to imagine that this is what they wanted to do, to be honest, as a studio. Like it's hard to imagine there wasn't like outside factors that played into like the decisions around like gear and, and loot and a lot of this, but I'm still hopeful the story will carry it through. Yeah. I mean, given like how much kind of, I don't know what the right word is, but like character, like the, the early Arkham games kind of had like, this, yeah. like there's such a, like a personality to those games. I don't know if that's kind of right. Like a stylistic sort of thing. I just don't see any of that in what we've seen in Suicide Squad so far. Is, um, is that just because of the characters? Do you think like that's similar to Gotham Knights? Like, just because it's not you're not playing as as Batman or whoever it is in that world, Wonder Woman or some yeah, of the more I popular argue, characters. I know, like Harley like, Quinn. I would is, argue in maybe. Gotham Knights, the gameplay of that every character was still distinct. Like I like I feel like all that was in this this footage is like four people or three people and a shark, like high, <laughs> high jumping <laughs> and shooting shit. Do you know what? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's it's. But that's what I would expect yeah. Deadshot to do. But like, I would still uh, the other yeah. three. I feel like would probably yeah. do something a little bit different. And I recognize that's hard. And we've always, I've always said that it, before. Even like Avengers came out, I was saying that like it's hard to get the, all these different characters and have them each have a moveset that's balanced. But then yeah. don't do it. Like if you can't do it, like d- yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, right. if it's just I, like I, just I make a Harley skin. Quinn game or something. Yeah, like or just yeah, hundred percent. Um. I- I think on the whole, like Avengers actually did a pretty good job of that. Like each character kind of yeah, did I feel agree. different to play. Even and Gotham maybe did. they just can't like in a, yeah, like in, maybe just with this trailer, they can't show too much and kind of play their whole hand. And they get that. Well, like mate, you've got to save some months. stuff to discover in the play game. Play all of your cards. But like it's, yeah. Like nothing yeah. for like I a year. I think they need to show a little bit yeah. more if that's the case. I don't, I don't think that's reasonable, but. James, I did want to ask you about the live service element of this because I feel in the last kind of two weeks, we've heard both Redfall uh, and now uh, Suicide Squad are going to require an internet connection, even if you're playing su- playing single player. Is this still like an argument worth having in this day and age? Do you think this is still an annoyance or regardless if you're a strictly single player game or not, I, in all likelihood, are you still going to have an internet connection established? Mm. Um. How do you feel I, about it? Like, I personally am, like, I'm always connected to the internet. Like, I go to... I even... Like, I've got a friend who lives four hours out, and he's still got internet. Like, and he's in the shit, most shithole town I've ever been to in my life. And I can still <laughs> play an online game there. What's the name of that town just for the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but, yeah. So, I am always connected, I think. Like, unless I'm... I don't know. I get conscripted and go fight <laughs> somewhere for my country like it'd, you're like, okay, like, it'd it'd be, like a situation like where i wouldn't of, have the internet like thinking about it properly like I'm is it possible about it to do a game like this with <laughs> no 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 i know i agree with what you're saying but actually thinking about it like is it possible to even do a game like this that has like loot and stuff that's constantly being so my first without yeah always being my, my first thought like, it's is just not. it's just some way like the cynical part of me says so like you can sell some legendary gear as an example and then you could mm. have it, and then you can maybe go offline, give it to someone else potentially, or something like that. Um, and then that person, do you know what I mean? Like it's a way to kind of track purchases and keep track of um, inventories and stuff. Like a lot of games do that. 
Um, but then the, yeah. the gear might not even be droppable by players. But Borderlands used to do that, and it was like pretty um, like exploitable, I guess. Um, I don't really yeah. know why. I don't see the purpose. Like, to, surely, like for these companies who are motivated. I mean, every company is motivated by money, but like especially Warner Brothers. Like, I think like it would cost you less to not have to maintain servers for this game for like people who are playing it solo. Like, I don't understand mm. the reason behind that. Um, and like going back to yeah. Redfall, like I think it's yeah, less. It's, oh, it's more egregious with Redfall. Well, actually, it's both of these games are made by studios who typically do single player stuff. So. I agree with Shannon. Like, I think there's definitely external factors or, like, forcefulness here. Um, it kind of makes me worry. Like, I really hope some... I know Mortal Kombat 12 was, like, accidentally announced last week and same publisher. I really hope that doesn't kind of trickle its way into Mortal Kombat. Even though 11 already was a bit like that, you couldn't do a lot of shit without the internet. Um, as simple stuff as much as, like, changing your skins. It's going to be a four-player co-op game. If you it's a fucking game on service, like, I'm done. <laughs> like, I'll eat my arm and run away. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, anyway. This is Please a very UNS comment. Yeah, I know. I'm feeling, like, I'm feeling very out of sorts. I'm really une- very uneasy, if I'm being honest. Because I really thought... I was excited I for this game. Like, and now I'm like... Oh. Like, nothing about it excites yeah. me. Like, you can wear gloves that do better damage against Batman-infused enemies. Like, that, to me, is, like, so... Just, like, the, the you know... <laughs> Batman-infused the enemies. The epitome of what's, like, wrong with, like... And, it's, and that's what happens, right? When, like, you make a, start making a game years ago when all of these trends, like, are happening. Yeah. And then... Yeah. We get to this point and everyone's, like, already fucking over it because everyone's already destroyed the concept. And... Now we got yeah. this. But that's what's so sad because Rocksteady were like trendsetters. Like they literally invented like this category. Okay, they, they elevated they elevated this type of like superhero game in ways that we yeah, haven't I seen think so. before. Mm. Uh, mm. That's such a weird thing to what, I'm not having a go. I'm like, just what is I was just that? <laughs> I was How can you disagree I was just with that? Mean. <laughs> anyway. Um, I think, I think I'm hopeful. I feel like, yeah, I, I'm hopeful they're getting the bad stuff out of the way and then we'll see some more character stuff in the future. But like James said, like yeah. this is a game that's right around the corner, like not years away. Yeah. I, my sort of hope is that then the day it's, it's, it's rock steady and we don't have a reason. I don't think to, to distrust them as of unless yet. you're James and seen... then apparently you've got plenty of reasons, <laughs> but we've seen that backfire. Like, you know, Bioware had a lot of goodwill before Anthem and, you know, and, um, Project I think Red with, before with Cyberpunk. Anth- with Anthem as well. Though, thing, like, but that, the, I feel like the underlying, mechanics of anthem were good it was just that like service yeah. element that was just shit and i feel i just can't help but feel it's going to be the Probably same a few parallels we could make to yeah anthem, actually like the gameplay did look rather similar at yeah. Times. yeah i, I um, just yeah i don't think they i don't think this is going to have the support it needs to become to make to justify having its game as a service shit personally yeah the the only other thing i was going to say on this is the, with the regards to the online connectivity part seeing as you've just mentioned or i mentioned the anthem it's jogged my memory of like how interwoven the kind of cooperative side of it was to the kind of core progression of the game and it was super frustrating 
because obviously when we're reviewing these games, a lot of the time we're, we're playing through it solo. We don't have a lot of choice to play it cooperatively. And when you're trying to get through rather grindy portion of the games that are clearly kind of set up to play through as a unit, it's so, so frustrating. And so if they're kind of using online connectivity to try and push you towards co-op repeatedly, even if it's like kind of pre-filled like playlists or matchmaking, that sort of thing, um, or even just kind of pop-ups or alerts to people and your friends list being online. Like, I just think that detracts from what would otherwise could be a compelling single player experience. Um, yeah, that's another kind of concern I have separate to everything. I, I just like as well. I just, I just think if you're a Rocksteady and you're making your next big game knowing that in four, five years' time, and that's being generous, like it's not going to be playable yeah. anymore. Like, that must suck as well. Yeah, yeah, true. Especially, I, I still know people playing the Arkham Ooh. games repeatedly. Especially yeah, exactly. That they have that fan base already. It's a very good point. Just look at Babylon's fall as all things that could <laughs> go wrong with this <laughs> in the future. Can we stop having games that go wrong? I just want every game to be great, please. That'd be great. Anyhow, let's move on and talk about February's 2023 Pokemon Day Direct. Another announcement event of sorts. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing with my hands. Waving them all about the place. It's the visual pressure. Um, I don't know what to do with my The visual pressure. Either. <laughs> uh, Shannon. The play, po- sorry, the Pokemon Day Direct. Did it live up to your expectations? <laughs> Did you have any expectations? Were you hoping for anything in this? Um, I didn't really have any huge expectations. I think I spoke to James and Kieran briefly before it was on. And like, I haven't, I didn't play Scarlet and Violet. I didn't play Arceus. So there was literally like, I don't know what they could have announced that would have got me excited to play a Pokemon game. I really thought we were going to get classic games like with Game Boy hitting Switch Online. That seemed like yeah. a no-brainer, but like the Pokemon company Nintendo being what they are, like that was way too wild of it an expectation. And I'm still really hopeful for Let's Go Gold um, and Silver. That's like probably the last Pokemon game I played as a child before I fell off that franchise. So I, that's probably the one thing that I would have really disliked to see is like a nice nostalgic Pokemon game that it would have played. Otherwise, everything felt like what you'd expect to see. Anything they do can just print money. That's the the sad thing with this, I guess. (laughs) Uh, James, I suppose the biggest announcement was probably the expansion of Scarlet and Violet. Do you think this is the sort of release you were hoping for this year? I know we kind of speculated about whether or not we might see another Pokemon title later this year. Are you pleased to see these two games getting split? Yeah, I thought this would happen because it's the same kind of, like, process as Sword and Shield, you know, like the mainline game and then the next year is DLC. Um, yeah. Uh, like, like for me, no, like, I don't care. Um, even though I really like Scarlet and Violet, like, I know it had its, you know, visual problems and ran like shit, still does, um, and there's glitches in the raids. But overall, it's like I actually still enjoyed the game um it's probably the most i've played a pokemon game in a while um i know a lot of people did i'm amazed like so many people persisted through the performance issues and stuff yeah i uh, i mean i don't know i i think at the end of the day i've always been like if you if a game like i'm playing wild hearts and that's got like horrible performance issues but like the game itself is fun so like i don't that doesn't fuss me as much and i think a lot of people especially switch people might feel that way too (laughs) 
Um, they're probably used to it by now. Like, you know, I played Bayonetta <laughs> 3 at 3 FPS. Like, it's fine. Um, I, I, yeah, I think... It's a motion comic. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I do kind of wish they had some kind of side, side game of some sort. Like, I, I know that that's maybe expecting a bit too much, but, like, you've got... Um, you know, Mystery Dungeon, Pokemon Stadium, like so many other little side side games that they could really pull from. I don't think Snap did. Did Snap do well from memory? Does anyone know off the top of their head? Shannon's a big sales so. guy. I don't think it did particularly well. <laughs> I feel like it sold million. Oh, no. He's you muted, muted himself, himself, Shannon. Five, oh, well. yeah, I accidentally hit it. <laughs> Five million or so. Like, it would but have the, done He was well going to fill in the, the number yeah. later. <laughs> yeah, for what for what like would have went into that game? I think yeah, it like, done I well. can't help but feel like even just like, I don't know some Pokemon Stadium mini game compilation or some shit would do well with like all of the you know relapsed gamers who have grabbed a Switch. Um, but yeah, I thought it was all overall pretty average to be honest. And yeah, what about yourself, Karen? How did you feel about the direct? Uh, yeah, it was okay. Like, I'm not a particularly big Pokemon fan, so I wasn't really kind of holding out for anything massive. But, yeah. um, it just, again, like like the state of play, it just felt like it didn't feel timely. It didn't feel like, hey, we're gonna do this because we've got all this stuff. It it was like, hey, it's the the one day of the year that's Pokemon Day, so we've got to just like scrounge up what we have in the bag and just throw it out there and hope that people like it, kind of thing. I, do you know anyone that's like still big into like Pokemon cards or has like fallen back into? I know a few people who years. like buy play, boxes yeah. of boosters and just open them. I'm assuming they're like yeah. People are still hugely Pokemon cards are into it. Like it's definitely not it's going huge. anywhere. Huge, Yui, massive. Because <laughs> oh, I I I know yeah. it. I'm dealing with my brother and his it's girlfriend not. being obsessed with this at the moment. Like I get it, but I don't. I just think it's like. I just don't think anyone plays no it. No one does. That's correct. It's no, all it's, collecting. It's, yeah, it's just yep. collecting the cards. Yeah. I, I was just looking at this. Um, uh, Was it the the classic game card? Yeah. Game classic premium set? It's a word jumble. But yeah, that kind of thing looks like it would have set a group of <laughs> people's world on fire. Um, but yeah, otherwise, not a whole lot setting my world Nothing on fire at all. out of this direct. But... In the spirit of Pokemon Sleep, which did get some new trailers in the direct, I wanted to ask the three of you, which Pokemon would you prefer to sleep with? I think Shannon Kieran, Shannon wanted you. to clarify <laughs> the nature of this question. Um, yeah, I did. I read it. I've knocked <laughs> down a few rapid fire. No clarification. Yeah. In the spirit of Pokemon Sleep. Like you're you don't have Kieran. to justify it. You don't have to explain it. There's no justification. <laughs> All right. It doesn't matter what I say. Uh, ditto. Oh, ditto. That's interesting. Okay. Rapid fire. Can't explain why. <laughs> That's it. Can, I, can you say who <laughs> ditto will turn into? <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> Me. Interesting. <laughs> Shannon, what would you be your Pokemon to choice? There's too many. Well, I've had a, a good 10 or 15 minutes to think about it. And yeah, I've, I've whittled it down to two. I went Licky Tongue and Ekans. I'd take both. I, <laughs> James, uh, James is ruined. <laughs> so cuddly. James, do you have an I'm answer? I'm gonna go Snorlax now, just to keep it pure. <laughs> yeah, Thank I you. was gonna say Snorlax. It's like a big beanbag. 
I, I a executor. Executor. Yeah. Ex- execute. <laughs> that's a lot to handle. Like in bed. Like eight <laughs> eggs or whatever at once. It's too much. <laughs> that question went about I really as well thought as Shannon would go for Mr. Mine. <laughs> no. Okay. I feel like my choices were perfect. <laughs> yeah. For yeah, what I, I want <laughs> yeah, in <right>. life. <laughs> <laughs> Why not Arbok? Why not Arbok? Why Ekans? He can evolve at a certain t- time when... Oh, I don't know. God, just God. move on. Yeah, it's meant yeah. to be rapid fire. Yeah. We've spent longer talking about this. To be oh, Just quickly, Pokemon Sleep, I am kind of fascinated about that. That was the one thing that, yeah. If it's not just a shitty app and it actually gives you data, like it's it's a cool thing to do, I think. Yeah, it's just gamifying sleep, right? Or like uh, sleep monitoring. It's yep. it's it's fun. Hey, if it helps people sleep better, then power to them, I guess. Um, all right. What the Wiki is the Press Start Podcast game show where the previous week's winner reads part of a Wikipedia page for an unknown game, and we, the contestants, must guess the game. A point is awarded for each correct guess, and the round ends after one person scores two points. Uh, currently, in first place, we've got Brody on seven points. James and myself tied in second with five points apiece, and Kieran and Shannon tied in third place with three points each. As last week's winner, Brody ought to be in the hosting chair today, but couldn't be with us, sadly, so James has kindly volunteered to be the host james the show it is absolutely yours. is and we will get to it in a second um did did you remember I, that no you I, I did today? i'm just quickly finding a third game okay. and then we'll be on our way so how is lovely is that a poo emoji you've it is that was for the pokemon your, uh, that was for today? the pokemon bit but we'll change it to a fire now because um <laughs> Why not? I'm sorry to no, distract that's okay. you from your search in the game. All good. It's my fault. Um, what does everyone think of Mortal Kombat 12? Yeah. <laughs> it's exciting. I feel like we just wrapped up 11, but let's do it they again. It up like two years, three With years ago. WB twist. Oh. I feel like this is a good year for fighting game fans. I am not one of them. I think technically it's next year as well. I think everyone keeps well thinking done. it's this year, but I don't think it is. So it's just Street Fighter Six this year, as well as uh, Mortal Kombat. Uh, yeah, I think that's what I, that's my prediction. Yeah, that's my hot pick. Your yeah. hot pick, <laughs> love it. Cool. Um, Kieran, whilst we fill I'm time, done. Oh, you're no. ready, James? Yeah, sorry, Kieran. Okay, Don't speak cool. to Kieran. Sorry, take it away. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Poor Kieran. Let me... <laughs> I was going to ask him about his colorful shirt. Oh, well, you can do that if you want. I, I think it. if the Tell shirt's answered the shirt. everything that you need to know about it. <laughs> okay. James, yeah. take it away. Okay. Um. Okay, let's go. Like the previous <laughs> three games in the series, the game is a 2.5D fighting game <laughs> alongside the returning fatalities, brutalities. Kieran. Yes, K-Digger. Oh, nah, you ruined it by talking more. I don't know. Like, <laughs> people always say that to me. Shannon. Mortal Kombat 4. No. Clever, wasn't it? Clever guess. <laughs> you guess if you know why. Oh, I see why. But the previous three were 2.5D, which didn't exist before 4. So that's like yeah, embarrassing for you, I think. Okay. Anyway, we'll move on. Wow. Fatalities involved. Fatalities are involved. <laughs> yeah. well, that makes, it, it makes it easy. <laughs> um, new game. Uh, 
I just confess I'm not a fighting game guy. I'm already New fighting. gameplay features are introduced, such as Fatal Blows and Crushing Blows. Fatal Blows are special moves similar to X-Ray moves in the 2011 reboot and Mortal Kombat X. Like X-Ray moves, Fatal Blows deal... Kieran. Yes, Kieran. Oh. Am I... Oh, wait, am I... Is it Mortal Kombat it is 11? Mortal Kombat 11. Congrats. Someone was listening. What? He said, like, So, 10. is it just the fourth 2.5D? Is that... Yeah. That's is that the said. technicality? Yeah. Okay. I'm just reading the. I don't. Okay. I'm reading. <laughs> I'm reading the article. Like, there's no need to attack okay. me. Um, <laughs> are we ready? Yeah. Yeah. I'm are you on Shannon? Because like I see games. you on your phone. I want you to. Give <laughs> this not, a red I'm hot literally. Go, I'm okay? holding a MagSafe adapter. Yeah. Well, head. that's not going to help you. Put <laughs> the MagSafe adapter down. <laughs> um. Like previous installments, the game is played from a third-person top-down perspective with players directly navigating the protagonist around a fictional universe interacting with objects and people. Could be anything. (laughs) Um, There are two main goals in the game, following through the main storyline and completing the Pokedex by capturing, evolving, and trading to obtain all creatures. A major aspect of this is developing and raising the player's Pokemon by battling other Pokemon. I wonder what it could be. Um, <laughs> while this game retains the basic mechanics of capturing, battling, and evolving that were introduced in the previous game, new features were also added. A time system was introduced using a real-time internal clock that keeps... Shannon. Shannon. I don't... You needed to... Yeah. Pokemon... Gold it silver. is Pokemon Gold Silver. Congratulations. Oh, well done. Well done. Kieran definitely helped Finally, back on that, I appreciate it. I did. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, that's no good, is it? Um, no. Oh. I kind of hoped people would win by now. Okay, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Were you looking at the third one before? Yeah, clearly. Yeah, okay, clearly. Cool. Just revealing no, his hand. I'm getting there. Two seconds. Um... <laughs> This one's been done before. I'm really sorry, but like we're gonna see how we go. Oh, I just di- just with the random game generator. Yeah, spit literally. Out. Oh no, it just crashed. Two sex. <laughs> <laughs> Life is not on my side today. Hey. Okay. Oh, this is a good one. This is a real classic. Okay. One for okay. all. Hopefully. hopefully, hopefully not Ewan. But if it is, I've I'll been out. suck it up. Been out of my depth. <laughs> the game is an action maze chase video game where the player controls a character through an enclosed maze. Yes, Shannon. Oh, it's Batman. I didn't know that that was the genre. Man. It was that or like the maze action runner maze chase? Is what I was going to guess <laughs> as well. Well done. <laughs> Well, Shadow. Wow, what a <laughs> Congratulations, you, you won this round and you have equaled James and I in second place on five points. Very well done. Wonderful. Here I come. Mm. <laughs> and with that, let's bring an end to what was this week's episode hope. of the Press Start Podcast. Subscribe to us on Listener or the podcast surface <laughs> of your choice. Follow us at press.au and visit the site at press.com.au. If you're watching this on our YouTube, chuck us a subscription there as well. Uh, we've been joined today by Shannon. You can follow me at Shancake underscore on Twitter. Go do it. Doing a fantastic job hosting. It was James. A very good job, if I do say so myself. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at, at James, A-T-J-A-M-Z. Um, but, and... Oh, no, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. No, it's, it's... Look, I know no one cares, but I wrote it, so I want to plug it. There's a preview for 
the new Bayonetta game going up on the site tonight. Might even be up by the time you listen to this. I'm sure it will now that I've spoken about it. We have to hold it. But get excited. <laughs> um, yeah. And there's other cool things. When do I have to hold this to you now? Uh, no, you have to hold it anyway, I think, because of the other stuff, the other fun previews that are yeah, going up you do. throughout the week. Um, just a yeah. This is a, a glimpse into the inner workings of Embargo. Yeah, we're just, I'm really organized. <laughs> it's just like a preview palooza. Like, get ready. <laughs> <laughs> a preview yeah. palooza. If you've made it this far in the podcast, you're well and truly hearing the 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 wheels fall off. It's the video. Uh, lastly, it was Karen. <laughs> it was me. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter h a s h underscore b r a u n you'll be able to see some preview content and other little bits and pieces from Final Fantasy 16. Just scroll past anything with Bayonetta on it. Uh, you'll find it on the website. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and I've been your host, Ewan Roxburgh. You can follow me on Twitter at Ewan underscore Roxburgh. Thanks again for tuning in. And until next time, happy gaming. Bye. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>